Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Alrighty. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, January 2nd, 2023. You know, 2023 is going to be a great year. Yes. I think we both felt this. Right. That 2023 is going to be a good year. Should we tell the people why we also think this? Go ahead. Well, if you take 20. Oh, yeah. We shared this. Yeah, we did. Didn't we in a previous podcast about Mm -hmm. if you add those numbers, Mm 2 plus 0 plus 2 plus 3, it equals 7. Yeah. 7 is, that's a a good good number. Mm -hmm. So, But I think it should be, um, you know, that, that word is powerful. Completion. Yes. Complete. Complete. So make it a year that you uh, you focus on what's not complete in your life or in your heart or in your mind. Like make it a self reflection. Like we should always go to that scripture in Corinthians that uh, if you would judge yourselves, you would not be judged. We should always yes. judge and reflect on ourselves. Yeah, and is there anything unresolved? Yeah. We talked about this in the last podcast. Complete it if it's unresolved. Yes, yes. Just make it a year that you complete things or... Or you get in the right role. Yeah. What is your role? What's your role at work? What's your role in the home? As God has designed. Right. That's the key. As God (laughs) has designed. Yes. What is your role? Which we are going to be Don't try to recreate it because you're not God. (laughs) Right. He's already done the work to create it. He's got it right because he created it. Yeah. He created the role. He has a role for each and every human being. Mm-hmm. A purpose, but a role as a as a wife, a role yes. as a husband, a role as a parent. Mm-hmm. He's designed all that. Yeah. So, what are we talking about today? I think we're going to talk about the role as the wife and the curse of Eve. Yeah, because she totally stepped out of her role. Yes. And listen, we're talk like we come at this because. We're pretty independent women, um, and I've said this a million times in different podcasts, I'm sure, that even very independent women, we still want our husbands to lead. Yeah, because that's how God designed it. Yeah. It doesn't mean lording over. Yeah, just like you you prayed a second ago, because again, we've mentioned we always pray before we hit the button. And you said something significant that there always has to somebody has to be a leader, like somebody has to be yes. the leader. Like but think about it, like every corporation, yeah, they don't have like 
you know, 25,000 CEOs. Right. They have one. Right. There's a, there's a chain of command. There is a chain of command. There's a chain of command in families right. where God's balance and design is him first, the husband and the wife mm -hmm. come second, then the children and mm -hmm. any extended family, mm -hmm. then your job, mm -hmm. then church, mm -hmm. then any ministries, extracurricular activities, whatever whatever else you have in your life. God has that balance for us for a reason. Right. So that we don't get burnt out and and tired. Yeah. There's out of order. It you know how you feel ucky when things are out of order? You just feel out of balance or just something it's just not flowing. Well, I always say this too. It's like my kitchen is my hub. Mm -hmm. It's like the hub of where everything happens in my household. Mm -hmm. It's like everything starts in the kitchen mm -hmm. and then we go outward to the living room mm -hmm. or the sunroom yeah. or into the garage to the car. Yeah. And so if the, if the kitchen is a hot mess, then I feel like when we go into those other rooms or yeah. we go out of the house, it's just, it's not going to flow very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we we started in that hot mess, so we have to know our roles. And yeah. we were like really doing some listening and reading about Eve. Yeah, yeah, and the curse. Yeah, and some things just kind of came to us, and then we were studying with some other sources that we had, and um, it's. It's amazing um, how there are other interpretations, I'm going to throw that out there, of some of the um, meaning of the scripture in Genesis 3.16, um, but we've kind of dissected a bit of it, and I think we want to just kind of go over and explain what we feel um, Yeah this means so really you need to read um you know genesis 1 2 and then get to 3 talks about the temptation and fall of man but then we get to genesis three sixteen, and um do you want to read that naomi yeah it says um and again just to kind of give you a, a recap on it this is when you know, like you said the fall of man and how the lord discovered you know, that sin entered, and he went straight to the woman. And he said to the woman. Well, because of the whole, you know, he gave instruction to the woman about not eating off, not eating the fruit of a specific tree. Right. He gave the instruction to the man, the same uh -huh. instruction, and then the woman didn't listen to this instruction. Yeah, and, and I also think it's very, like, shows how cunning and deceitful the enemy who was the serpent then uh -huh. he you notice he went to eve he didn't go to adam yeah he went to eve first he went to eve mm-hmm yeah yep just just saying yes 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 <laughs> for sure um but so in 16 uh god is addressing the woman which mm -hmm. is eve and he says to the woman he said 
I will greatly multiply your sorrow in your conception. In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. Yeah, so many interpretations of uh, 3.16. Yeah. But how we understand it fully from what God's Word says. The curse is... I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception and pain you shall bring forth children. That's that curse is the consequence of Eve not doing what God said to do. She right. went and she listened to the serpent. Right. Because he deceived her. The serpent yes. did. But mm-hmm. she didn't stand on her own two feet to say, "Oh no, no." Right. But God said, Mm-hmm. Which to me, that we could go like a whole other uh, podcast yeah. on the proclamations of what God says. It is written. Yeah, um, she she didn't even she didn't even listen to that. Right, what God said. Right, and because of that, now we have conflict. Is, yes. So the part that says your desire shall be for your husband and he shall rule over you. What what does that mean? So yeah. this is where we went down this rabbit trail of, of yes. scripture and looking and dissecting. And a lot of people think that your desire would be a sexual intimate thing. But right. that, that no. wouldn't be a bad thing. It wouldn't be a bad thing, but that's not what that means here. Yes. At all. So I believe... Um, your desire is your your control or your domination shall be for your husband. You want to be dominant or controlling over your husband. Mm-hmm. Because if you notice, Eve already took that control. Eve took the stand of taking control. When she didn't listen when to God. When she took of the fruit. Yeah. When she disobeyed. And, and then ate of it and brought it to Adam. She already placed herself. So that desire for control or conflict yeah. was already entered there. This is not, the, I don't believe the Lord put a desire on Eve to control her husband. No, that's not I don't how, believe, no, no. So I think the curse part stops at, um, I will greatly multiply your yes. sorrow and your conception and pain you shall bring forth children. Yeah, yeah, childbirth, you're going to have some pain because of what happened here. And what he's saying is your your desire that you have, Eve, because you've already yeah. placed yourself in a yep. position of authority and control. Yeah. So your desire shall be for your husband. You want, So now your desire will be to be over your husband because she already did that if you think about it. Yeah, she did. She was already taking the place of Adam and making a decision over. Yes, her household. Yeah, so that desire is there. And and God is saying, and he shall rule over you, meaning what I designed and created will stand. My plan still stands that men will be leaders. They will be the servant leaders and have authority over you your as household. the wife yes. and your household. And period. we're not saying that in a condemning, ruling over in a... No. A, a, no. Um, in a lording kind of... Right. Hateful kind of way. That's not God's character. No, it isn't so God's let's character. let's not even put that in there. No. But what we're saying is God is saying, because of your desire, your desire will now be for your to control your husband. But 
but my plan still stands. That, yeah, he's that, still going to hey, rule guess what? over you. Yeah, guess what? Adam is still going to rule. Men will still have authority over. Mm -hmm. And this is the conflict. Between a husband and a wife. This is where the conflict uh -huh. always is. And look how so prevalent and strong that that is. Oh, in it is. almost probably every household. Oh, it's been in mine. I've I been mean, guilty. yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit that there were things that, like, I tried to control over when I should not have been right in control over. Mm -hmm. Like, the husband needs to be, and I think I learned this through um, Covenant Keepers, is like the CEO or the overseer yes. of your home. Like, he yes. should know what's going on, everyone. He should be the final answer. Absolutely. And this is where I think a lot of women get hung up because they may say, well, God told me this, but God is speaking to the husband. And if there is a conflict there of what God told the wife and what God told the husband, let's just come back here to Eve. What did God say to her? But then she went and listened to the mm -hmm. serpent. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what where a lot of problem happens in the household because the wife is like, well, I'm taking a stand. That's what God told me. Well, I think that's where you, the both of you have to sit down and you have to say, okay, we're both saying two different things. Okay, number one, God would not tell the both of you two different things. Right. He okay. does not have, he is no, not he, the author of confusion. No. So at that point, being that God has put this divine assignment on the husband as the servant leader, that's his role. Yes. You, we need to go with what the husband says. Yes. Now, let's say the husband just, what he said you followed through with it, and it completely failed. Well, it's on the husband. That's on the husband. And God will deal with that situation. Yes. There's a purpose behind why it didn't. And why God said what he needed to say to the husband. Uh -huh. it, there's all Just a like, purpose to it all. Yes. Just like I thought it was so interesting where God, when he was... Um, you know, judging, cur giving curses to Adam and Eve, he addressed to the woman. So in 16, as we're talking about, it says, to the woman he said. Mm -hmm. But in 17, it says, then to Adam he said. Right. So it's personal because he made the covenant with Adam. The yes. covenant was between God and Adam. Yes. And so I just think that that is so powerful in itself right there that God knew exactly who he was speaking yeah, to. Yeah, he was speaking right to Adam because that was with, with him. And it hit me when we were studying this that your desire shall be for your husband. That That is not a curse that God put on. Because someone would argue, and then, well, why would God put a curse for me to want to control my husband when that's against what how he designed it? God did not design the husband and wife That's to right. wear. So why would he go do the opposite of what he, how he wants the household to be? And so 
God's not God putting that desire yeah. of yes. control over the because husband. Because if you go in Genesis 3, verses 6, it talks about Eve basically made a decision right then and there after yeah. hearing from the serpent. It says, so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She then ate right there in front of the serpent. Yeah. She also gave to her husband with her and he ate. Yeah. So and so she took control at that moment instead of saying, wait a minute, I need to go to my husband and discuss this with him. That's right. I don't know that that sounds right. Uh, that I don't know what you're saying is correct. She took, she put that, she had that instant desire right then and there to have control and to make a decision on her own. And she decided to eat of the fruit right then and there. So yeah. God in verse 16 is saying, your desire you have. Yeah. That your, thing your that desire, you have. This dominating control spirit that you have. Yeah. It, it shall be, you're going to have that over your husband. Yeah. But guess what? Mm -mm. No. I he's put going him to in rule a position. over you. Yes. He is the leader. Mm -hmm. He's the servant leader of the home. He's not lording over you, wife. Right. He's not doing that because, I mean, let's just go to, I think our other scripture was Ephesians 5. Yes, Ephesians right? 5. Was it 22, I think? I think it was 22. Yeah, it's it, the heading is marriage, Christ, and the church. Because let's not forget that... Marriage is supposed to be how God designed it to be mm -hmm. as an example of Christ and the church. Right. Period. Right. That's what it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So. Just like Christ is the head of the church. Yes, he's the bridegroom. Yes. He's in work. That's why we're called his bride. Right. He's the groom. Right. Just like a husband is head over his wife and his home. Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, it's, it's not complicated. It is not complicated. It is extremely simple, but we forget it. But look at how we need to stop and reflect if our, if why, if our, if we as wives, I'm speaking to the wives. Yeah. If you're not in your role, how that can be a source and a root Mm -hmm. to so much division and mm -hmm. confusion in your home and even some mm -hmm. areas that you don't even know it's present like that's right you may not even know like oh my gosh I am taking control of that how did that just so think about how it just so can easily you slip right into it it's easy because it's not like you're like hey I'm going to be in control of everything it's right. that, that's not how it happens no 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 it's such a it's like the it's serpent. Very, yeah, it just slips. You slip right into that role. And before you know it, you're like, why am I the one making all this? Sense? Why am I the one parenting? Yeah, because you Why am I disciplining? As why a am wife, I? You're getting all aggravated now. Because right. Why am I? Why am I doing all this? Well, I think as wives, we got to step back and say, well, why is it that I just took control of that? Okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. Well, I'm, I'm frustrated because I'm doing X, Y, and Z because guess what? I didn't allow my husband to do it. And you can't sit and say, well, it's not going to get done if, if he, if, if I don't do it. No, step back because you're, you're being obedient to God first. Yeah. 
it says submit to your husbands five yes. times in scriptures yes submit to your husband let's just read this real quick um ephesians 5 22 yep, it says it wives mm -hmm. submit to your own husbands as to the lord for the husband is head of the wife as also christ is head of the church and he is the savior of the body therefore just as the church is subject to christ so let the wives be their own husbands be to their own husbands in everything and husbands love your wives just as christ also loved the church and gave himself for her that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of the water by the word that he might present her to himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that she should be holy and without blemish now let me just say this let me read this about marriage involves a relationship of mutual submission <clears throat> this says in our in our bible that naomi and i have all believers are called to live in mutual submission to one another this applies in a unique way to the husband slash wife relationship the wife is called to submit to her husband as to the lord to respect regard and deeply care for him this points toward her serving her husband honoring him and edifying him meaning building him up her attitude according to this terminology as to the lord is to be one of highest esteem and regard in a matching okay in a matching even more an initiating and leading way the husband is called to lay down his life for his wife he is to sacrifice his own interests in order to enhance hers his role is to nourish uh, to support her growth toward her own maturity and to cherish to warmly care for and attend to in this way each marriage partner contributes to bringing the other to their full potential a marriage lived out in this mutually loving environment mirrors the interactive love that Christ has for his church and his church is called to have toward him hmm. that's good yeah I mean I think that the women need to dissect those few words where it says submit to your own husbands as to the Lord right as to the as Lord. to the Lord meaning if your husband is the head like Jesus is head of the church we need to submit to them as if we're submitting to God absolutely as to the Lord as if we're submitting to God that's how serious we need to take submission to our husbands we're looking at each other like oh yes indeed <laughs> yes indeed we're being disobedient to God mm-hmm yeah when we are being disobedient that, when we're not in that right role and you know even if your husband you don't agree with it I think because 
God knows your heart and you're being obedient, that he's going to bless that. Like he'll bless or change the heart of your husband or correct that because of your obedience. Yes, I believe you know, that. Because of the wife's obedience and her submitting and doing what he's called her to do. Like why would God call us to do that if it's never going to work out for good? You know what I'm saying? Or that yeah. like, like we're always submitting to a husband that's wrong. I, I think he'll correct the wrong in the husband. He's not going to correct you because you're submitting to what you're called to be doing. He's going to correct the wrong. I think uh, I think we have to always go back to we have to stay in the lane that the Lord yeah. has put us in and the role that he has put us in. Yeah. You know, now I'm not this is for another podcast, but, you know, this is not talking about if there's abuse in the home. Yeah. OK, we're not talking about that. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, this is, it's hard. I think it's hard for for some women. I'm pointing the fingers right back at me um, because, you know, I like to get things done and, mm -hmm. you know, I have a list and, mm -hmm. you know, have certain ways of doing things. But that doesn't mean that I you know, I steamroll over my husband. Right. Be, I mean, we have a common goal. Yeah. It doesn't matter how we get there. Right. It's just that we get there. Uh-huh. So, you know, if he has one way of doing it and you have another way of doing it, as long as you get there, mm -hmm. I think matters. Right. And I think, like we said, we, you know, it all goes back to are we are we doing what God has told us to do? Right. Because God clearly told Eve not to do something. Right. But then she listened to somebody else. So here's a question. Who are you listening to? Right. Are you listening to the Lord? Are you listening to your husband? Or are you listening to your girlfriend say, oh, yeah, that was bad. That was bad. He shouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you need you need to go do. Uh-huh. Right. That could be a, an ugly road to travel. Because we can't sit here and say, well, if, if God's clearly giving wise instructions to submit to your own husband's. We can't, no one can sit there and say, but, but my husband's doing this, Lord, don't you know? Or like God is all knowing, that. like he already knows that there's going to be believers that marry unbelievers. He's uh -huh. going to know that there'll be, um, unbelievers and unbelievers married. He, he already knows every single scenario. Like or he, we can't, he, he also knows what is going to happen in your marriage. Right. There, there may have been a tragedy or, or a life-altering situation, and it's taking your husband down a different—he already knew that. He's yeah. all-knowing. Yeah. He's all-knowing. I mean, because there, there was no exceptions. It, it does not—and I always go back to this, right? I don't—you can't read Scripture and say, wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, unless he is 
blank doing A, B, or C. Right. Like there, that's there not is, what it says. So what I feel like it's, I know that there might be some wives that may have to suffer some mm -hmm. for a while and may have to really know in her heart, like, this is not what I want to do or where I want to go or whatever the situation situation may be. But I feel like the Lord is going to work all of that out because you're, you're in your role. You're not in the way. Like I always say, are you in the way for God to do work? Are you in the way? Are you giving God space to be able to do the work he needs to on your spouse or on yourself or on your children? Well, it does say this back in 3.16, when God was speaking to the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow. Yeah. There's going to be sorrow yep. in your marriage. There's going to be conflict. There's going to be conflict because this be whole division. curse. There's going to be sin. Yeah. This whole curse of Eve and Adam, the serpent, this whole curse, God already knew that was going to happen. Yeah. But he still said, no, we're staying the course. Yeah. And this is your role, and this is your role. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He did not change that authority no. in, the, in the home no. uh, uh, between husband and wife. He did not change that. So I guess, you know, just in wrapping this up, like what wives are you going to do different this year mm -hmm. in 2023 in your own marriage where are you going to allow your husband to operate yeah what what changes do you need to make where are you overstepping boundaries or overstepping authority where are you frustrated with the most yeah maybe that's where you put your focus yeah, because if you're frustrated, obviously there's some conflict. Yeah. Either uh -huh. inner struggle or struggle with your husband. Uh -huh. So go to the word. What do you need to do? Yeah, go to the Lord on that specifically yeah. and say, check me, Lord. Like, where am I out of order? What What can I do? He'll answer you because you're going to him with a, with a desire concern. to live righteously the way he wants you to. Yeah. He knows we're all yeah. going to get it messed up. We're all going to mess up. We're all going to get it wrong. But if we come with a heart desire of like, I want to do it your way, Lord. Yeah. I'm submitting and want to do it your way. So you're going to have to show me. Yeah. Show me, literally show me how to do that. Right. He will. Yeah, I think he will. I know there's things I need to take a look at. Mm -hmm. Same. So we need to do this to... To make sure we're always in right standing with the Lord. And start now in the beginning of the year. So at the yeah. end of the year, you can reflect back and look at how much change and beauty yeah. has come into And how life. much work that the Lord did on you. Yeah. That's, You'll be surprised. Write it down. That's yeah. always important. Yeah, definitely journal it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good way to start the year off. Yep. For sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Well... Let me just go over those scriptures one more time because I think you really got to study them. Mm -hmm. Genesis 3, 16 and 17, and then Ephesians 5, 22 through 33. Yep, some good ones. All righty. All right, see you next time. All right, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.
Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.